Alright, let's go! Kane went to the wings, and uh, I don't know how he's going to do. He hasn't played yet as we talk. And Dederoff, uh goes to Canucks. By God, they didn't get much for him. I thought they'd get a lot more for him. So did I. I went, he went to, for a couple of draft picks. So now Detroit's kind of doing pretty good. Like, yeah, you know, are. they're I think they're doing as good or if not better than some people expected. Can yeah. a guy like... You have to be very, very careful... Uh, working him in because some, whoever is playing is not going to play. You know, it'll go down down the list. Somebody, some, 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 somebody's not going to play. Anyhow. And uh, just to let you know, since Tockett took over, the Vancouver Canucks, if you take it from the day he took, game he took over to now, they lead the National Hockey League by far in hits. You mean they're tougher in Vegas? Well, not like right now. I think Vegas. There's one other team. I think. I think leads is leading the NHL. Then Vegas. Then Canucks. If you take it from when Tockett took over to now, they lead the thing. And he's a lot more vocal now than he was in the other places. I, I I I'm watching him now. He's not quite as happy when they come to the bench. Although he, when they get a hat trick or something like that, he goes over and pats them on the back and everything. I never patted anybody on the back. You never touched the players, did you, when you were... I never, you know. never, I never... Well, tell me, well, you had a reason why. Remember when Bobby Orr scored that goal? He kind of put you in your place. Yeah. <laughs> did I ever tell that story? I'm going to tell it again. It was in, it was, I remember it was in uh, Nova Scotia and he, and he made a mistake... Yeah, Bobby Orr made a mistake, and they scored. So then he grabbed the puck and the, and the, the next shift out and went through the whole team and put it in the top corner. And so, you know, new coach. I went down and I said, nice goal, Bobby. He said, oh, thank, thanks a lot, coach. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I, I never forgot that. I can still see him looking at me. And I never, ever, and he won the scoring championship. He won the scoring Bobby Orr. Won the, he was a defenseman, won the scoring championship twice. Twice. Hard to believe, but anyhow. Once with you that year, actually. Anyhow, I never give anybody, I never touched so he, any. He, he led the National Hockey League in, uh, in points, and you never congratulated him on a good play. Never. Never. You used to whisper in their ears a lot, though. You knew when you, if you, I always watched the bench when you coach. And when you had, you know, you would whispering stuff in their ear and they would look straight ahead and you could just tell you were giving it to them something <laughs> awful. Well, I kn- nobody knew I was when I was giving them heck. Oh, nobody knew, but you were real, uh, you go, oh, that poor guy. Oh. I thought that was a pretty good story. Yeah. I, I never I, forgot it. <laughs> I asked you that last night, this last night was, you know, you got a guy like Pertuzzi for the Leafs, who is just playing awful. Seems almost somewhat disinterested, making over five million dollars. Yeah, five. That kill, kills me. Five point five million. Five million. So, five like, million. I would like you. You said you you wouldn't call him into the office, right? No, I, I never. I talked to him on the ice, and, and somehow or other, on the ice, you always seem to seem. To, you call him in the office. It's like a this, uh, a teacher calling a. A student into the in the or a in, principal. You go into the principal's, principal, office. Yeah. principal's office. Yeah, principal's office. Which he, happened to you a lot. So maybe that's that's why you don't do it. 
Yeah, I never thought of that. You, <laughs> I used to get called in there quite a bit. Yes, you did. I remember one time I was, uh, he shot me. He says, why do you do this, Don? Why do you, why do you get, and, and Richard. Well, before we get into, get into that, Dad, like, yeah, for a lot of the younger, pe- the younger people that are listening, what, like, what was the punishment you got? Oh, I got strapped. Well, tell them what they did, because a lot of people won't. Oh, they, they just can't relate to, to such violence now. Oh, I, oh, well, well, it was like a conveyor belt. Like, and it was thick. Rubber? And, and, it was a rubber or leather? No, it was leather. It was thick, le- and boy, boy. Like, where would they strap you? Where would they hit you? Right on the hands. And boy, I'll tell you, he gave it to me, uh, uh, Mr. Jackson. Gave it to me pretty good. So and they used to have... I to... never told my dad. I was afraid when my dad would go and get the guy. I said, I... I my, Did your mom know? She could see her, my hands swollen. And I remember one time I got strapped and I couldn't open the door. And <laughs> so I opened the door with my uh, wrists. And then you put your hands in and the down snow. down in the snow. Just to cool down. Oh, they were so hot. boy, were they... He says, you know, this hurts. This this really does hurt me more than it hurts you. So what would what would you do in school that would cause such retaliation? You know, I think what that was from when I threw the paint on the on the Les Almond and I and and Ed Birchall. We used to go and do the rink. We would get up early. So you like you'd paint the lines on the rink. Yeah, and we'd paint the lines on the. And I was doing the goaltender red across. And the, and the girls were teasing, were teasing me. Ah, oh, it's the crooked, you know. And I soaked the thing and going all over their coats and everything. <laughs> I think I think that's what I got strapped for. <laughs> well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, there I was deserved a reason. It. You wouldn't but do I that. But I didn't. I not. I deserved it. But I don't. I don't think quite as quite as hard. So, Dad, you, Cindy, and I were watching a couple of games this week. Yeah. We watched the Senators and the Panthers, and, um, you know, we were watching the game. That was getting kind of rough, and the Taychuk brothers were, were running around and, and all that. And then uh, the Matthew, the Florida guy, he was kept bumping into Ottawa's goalie. And then even halfway, at the end of the second period, I think it was, he uh, went over and the goalie said something, and they were kind of pushing and shoving, yeah. and Ottawa, none of the Senators did anything. And then McEwen, Zach McEwen, went after him and got a five-minute major. And um, you weren't too happy, kind of. Like, you were a little disappointed with J.D. Smith. And here's what he said. As the head coach, you realize you're throwing away an opportunity. Senator's coach, uh, uh, D.J. Smith, said, I wrote this down. "You You have to just keep playing. I don't know what went on between the periods. I don't know whether it was after we took the five-minute major. You don't give yourself a chance to win, and you can't play like that in the NHL. I don't understand that. I mean, here's a guy that stood up for for his, you know, stood, yeah, McEwen stood up for his goalie. Yeah, stood up for his goalie. And I, you, when you were watching it, and uh, they lost three nothing, and you said. That game could go nine more periods, and they weren't scoring on Florida or Bobowski. And he kind of throws uh, he, he kind of throws McEwen under the bus there. Yeah, I just don't understand it. Okay, now we're going to take some questions from some listeners. And uh, Craig McKay wants to know: Did you ever consider making Bobby Orr a forward because of his offensive abilities? No, and you know who the guy, the first guy that that recognized this was Buckle McDonald. 
when he was playing minor hockey. And they asked him after a while, why did you consider putting Bobby Orr on defense? Because he weighed about 110 pounds. And he said, because he was out there every second shift all the time. And that's, that's, why he, that's why he made him on the defense. I remember he went to uh, Oshawa Generals and they said, and, and they were all standing around, I want, I want you to say which, where, where you played. And when he said defense, all the players laughed. He weighed about 110 pounds. Yeah, that's what he said. They, they, he had to step on the scale, right? They go, Bobby Orr, defense, uh, you go, 110 pounds. <laughs> He says everybody laughed. <laughs> they didn't laugh when they saw him play, though. No, so he did. So he originally started out playing forward. He, he was a forward, and they and Buckle McDonald. It was Buckle McDonald that put him back on defense. But you sounded as though he needed a defenseman. But if he hadn't have needed a defenseman, oh, would, I, wouldn't it make more sense to leave Bobby Orr as a forward to score all the goals? No. No, why would you? Like, if you're on the power play, you want your best guy on the point, yeah, really. And boy, when him, well, I won't go into him and Park. Bobby Orr won the scoring title. He was a defenseman, won the scoring title, and had five fights. Dad and Cindy, spreads.ca is now northstarbets.com. It's still Canadian-owned. It's still one of the best places to play in Canada. They have everything you're looking for, slots, live dealer tables, and a sports book with built-in sports betting insights and analysis. Listeners who have already an account with spreads don't have to do anything. Just sign in to North Star Bets. That's N-O-R-T-H-S-T-A-R-B-E-T-S dot com. And uh, you don't have to do anything, and uh, it's not available in Ontario. And Tim, I see they're advertising on TV uh, during the games now on Sportsnet. Yep, and they uh, still are going to help us out with uh, Don Cherry's Pet Rescue. We're going to be doing some stuff maybe in the next couple of weeks, and we'll let you know. It's pretty exciting. Yep. So let's take another question from the, I don't know if it's Facebook or Twitter. Well, it doesn't say, but it's from Mark Kalowowski. I hope I pronounced that right. And uh, on a future podcast, would uh, you talk about coaching a, your championship team in Pittsburgh High School in the 70s? Uh, he was uh, back in the early 80s. This gentleman says, I was on an MBA program a club team with one of his former players who spoke very highly of you. So we had a lot of fun in Pittsburgh when you were coaching. I had a lot of fun. If you remember when we lost to Aquinas in overtime, remember that there? Yes. And I felt worse or as bad losing to that game as I did when we had too many men on the ice and we had the Stanley Cup in our and, our grass. and it's true. They were exciting games. And boy, this is high school hockey, and boy, it was exciting. Yeah, in Rochester. So, Dad, you you were you had a lot of great coaches in your career, right? I, yeah. So, did you did you, is that where you kind of learned to coach? That's where I learned to coach. I remember uh, uh, Bob Clark coming to me and saying, "I was unemployed at the time." He, he says, "Why? I'd like you to coach the Pittsburgh High now, Pittsburgh." was outside of Rochester, but it was the rich. And I said, oh, I, I, I've never coached in my life. He said, well, you're not doing anything. Any- Bob Clark was a great guy. And he used to say without the E. Yeah, it's not Bobby Clark of the Flyers. Yeah, he used to say without the E. So I tried, and that's where I learned excited the first game because I had to change lines and I had to, you know, have practices and the whole thing. And we could put on a power play. Now, I'm, I'm going to try to name the names. A.D. Scott was in the corners. Jeff Nisley was on the on the left wing. Uh, 
uh, Jay, no, Jay Hill. Jay Hill was in, and he was a great. He was a great big guy, and we had El Viverberg on the point and John Hoff on the point, and boy, you'd get a penalty. It was automatic. We'd get a goal, and uh, it was. You know, do I remember one thing with uh, Pittsburgh and you know of all the stuff you kind of remember? It's some of the silly stuff. Was remember Eddie Scott. And he, it was back in the day where Bobby Orr started to flip the puck yeah, to, the, to, to the linesman. Yeah. And that did never really happen before. But a few times you're watching highlights, Bobby Orr was flipping pucks. He was always flipping pucks. Too. So Eddie Scott tried to do that to the referee. <laughs> a little right between the eyes. Right between the eyes with the puck and down with the ref. He had a pretty good cut between his yeah, eyes, too. Cut out between the eyes. They were going to suspend him. And he was like, I, oh, Mr. Cherry, I didn't mean to shoot the puck. I was just trying to give him the puck to him. <laughs> nail him nail him right between the eyes. So, Dad, we were watching the game the other day, and uh, Mitch Marner took a shot and got it in the jaw. Yeah, pretty good. It looked like a pretty good cut, and he came back, and they thought he might have broke his jaw, but luckily he just got and, get, and got a hat trick. And got a hat trick, and, well, the, and 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 scored the overtime winner. That's right. So now everybody's going to say, "See, the National Hockey League—they could wear those bubbles and, yeah. and still play." That's what we're worried about. But you—I remember you telling me a story about your buddy Brian Kilray, but he broke a jaw on Eddie Shore. It was unbelievable. He really did have a real broken jaw, and uh, he had it wired shut. And you had to carry pliers because if you ever was sick to your stomach, you couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't get it out. And he had a broken jaw now. Now the doctor said you'll be out uh, four or five weeks, or at least with a broken jaw. Sure had Patty in at one end. He had Brian out. Brian with a broken jaw. With a, it was really broken in a couple of places, and he had them running at each other and and see. See, you'll never get hit this hard. You're in the game. You'll never get hit this hard. You can play tonight. So the doctor come in, but he was a little late. He came in, he says, is that Brian Kilray out there? <laughs> and he said, yeah, get him off the ice. <laughs> the only guy he sure would listen to was this doctor, and he got him off the ice. Okay, Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Vintage Tendy Magazine. It's a magazine for goalies by goalies, and that's where they get the Tendy. See, oh, yeah. and then it's all about the goal, you know, great oh, goalies of the past. Great you won't believe the pictures. Great they, pictures. It's a great magazine, but again, with unbelievable pictures, the highest quality magazine you'll find, high gloss finish. And it really is. If you go to the magazine rack and look at the hockey magazines yeah. now, they're all chin, kind of chintzy. This thing is the, super high quality. And this issue has Clint Malarchuk and many more stories. You got a story about Chechiak. So visit VintageTendyMagazine.com to subscribe or visit their Facebook page, Vintage Tendy Magazine. And speaking of... And you'll love it. You'll love it. And speaking of vintage goalies, I'm sure they've done stuff on Johnny Bauer and Matt Rudin. I hope I spelled, uh, saying that right. From Facebook, Don, I had a chance to have dinner with the China Wall, Johnny Bauer, and what a wonderful night it was. Do you have any stories about Johnny? I remember when I, I was playing for Hershey in the American Hockey League. And I remember we played against uh, Johnny Bauer. I said, holy Dinah. If everybody else in the National Hockey League and playing in the American League is as good as this guy, we're in trouble. And boy, was he good. He was unbelievable. And he spent, what, what 11 years? 12 years in the American Hockey League. Imagine and the that. only reason he came up was because of Punch. Well, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Punch... Just, Punch wanted to come up. Just think, like, you know, he's a Hall of Fame goalie, and he spent, like, how many guys spent 
you know, just toiled in the, in the American Hockey League that could have come up and been a Hall of Famer. Well, when you look at it, I, I don't know. There was six. There was six teams in the National Hockey or in the American Hockey League. There was six teams in the Western League. There was six teams in the in the Central League. Everybody that played was playing professional hockey back in those days would be in the National Hockey League today. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. He was a great goaltender, and I, I, I just, I, and we thought, like as I said when we first saw him, I said, "Holy Dinah!" <laughs> if he's in the American Hockey League, how good are the goalies in the NHL? <laughs> but I was kind of looking at the stats, Dad. You, when you were playing your first year, uh, well, I guess it wasn't your first year when you were playing Springfield when Punch was coaching you. Johnny Bauer kind of had your number in the regular season. He was eight and four with three shutouts. Holy diamond. And that, we played him 12 times. And then, but you guys then played him in the playoffs and it went to seventh game. Well, I remember that game, boy. And you know, in, in, back in those days, you played the 10 minutes. You didn't play the, you know, sudden death now. When, when you score, it's all over. In those days, it was like you had to play the full 10 minutes. Yeah, it was weird because I looked at, I, was, I looked it up on um, like a newspaper archive and it says, Indians win 4-2 in overtime. I'm thinking, how does that work? 4-2 in overtime, but you guys scored two goals in overtime. Yeah. And uh, Bob Beckett and uh, Kenny Schinkel scored. Kenny Schinkel, the rat. We call him the rat. And uh, he, was, he, was a, he was a good hockey player. When I think of those guys, then he went to National Hockey League and they played well. So then you guys went, and I think Kershey beat you guys in the finals. Yeah, they had. Yeah, we had a we had a tough team. Yeah, I remember Willie Marshall got a backhand from the from center ice. I never forgot that a backhand, a backhand <laughs> from center, center ice. ice. Do you lose Jeez. it in the lights? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't too high, and, and I remember him, and I had a hold of him. You had a hold of him. I had a hold of him, and he backhanded. backhanded. <laughs> I'm trying mm. to visualize that, Dad. No, I, I can't. know that's hard, hard, to hard, hard, hard to believe. It's hard to believe that a guy would score a backhand. Do you remember one of the last times we saw Johnny Bauer? He was dropping the puck yeah. in uh, Brampton for the Brampton Beast, uh, like an international team. And he yeah, went right. out. He went out, and everybody loved Johnny Bauer. Every, how could you not love Johnny Bauer? I mean, this guy, he played when he was hurt. And uh, I remember Terry Sawchuk took over from him. And I, and I have to say, Terry Sawchuk was good. And how, how and, and we had Johnny Bauer and Leafs had Johnny Bauer and Terry Sawchuk. Not a bad twosome as 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 I would say. 